don't forget to do it. Oh, I'll take one of those, please. (laughs) Welcome to Smooth FM. Smooth stylings of Megan, Corey, and Melanie. Love song dedications (laughs) with Megan, Melanie, and Corey. Love song dedications. A true story, because I was a radio host. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was a radio host in a past life for like three years on like a community radio station. So it was nothing big. I had like one fan. Um, and yeah, on, on random occasions we would do like, um, shout outs and, um, that kind of thing. So, you know, getting requests and stuff and music. I forgot about that. That you were a radio host. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For, it was when I was in, um, I'm trying to figure out the American way of saying it, but like year 10 in Australia. So it was... Like um, what's, it's, it's like the second year of high school for you sophomore. guys. Yeah, yeah, sophomore, yeah, sophomore year. I was sophomore up until about midway through my second year of university. So I did it for about four, three, three and a half, four years, someone, something like that. Huh. I was a radio host for every Friday night. Wow. Um, and then yeah, so, I always yeah. forget that. Did yeah, you know that, life. Melanie? Fun fact. <clears throat> and I once performed yeah. at the Opera House. Yeah. Performed? Yeah, what yeah, do you mean? performed. I, as a 10-year-old, um, I was one of three guys that did this dance performance. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a recruiter in there, and they just were like, came up to my parents, apparently. Or well, they came up to my dance teacher, and my dance teacher approached my parents. It worked out some way. My parents were involved. Wow. And they were like, would Corey like to do this? And my parents were like, uh, yeah, he's going to perform in the Opera House. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I'm going to perform in the Opera House. I cannot dance for my life, though. That is so funny. Give me some choreography and I'll yes. bust out a move <laughs> or bust a hip, one or the other. Or both. Yeah, por no los dos. Por que no los dos. Yeah, I, <laughs> I completely forgot you did like radio. Yeah, radio. Um, and so you're perfect for podcasting. Yeah, it's like one of my fun facts on Hinge. Are you ready, Mel? Yep. Are you ready, Freddie? Oh, Are you ready, Corey? I'm as ready as a buttercup. We'll see how long my vision lasts. What's a buttercup? I don't know. I don't think you're ready for, for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Because my body's on boom. Delicious for your, your bang. Bang. Welcome <laughs> to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, everybody. <laughs> we reprised our song from last episode, Bootylicious, by the one and only Beyonce Knowles. Leave. Get out. Oh, a new song. Oh. Um, <laughs> Not Remix. Oh, we can't sing too much of the song, otherwise Copyright. you have to pay, yeah. pay rights. I'm not paying JoJo any royalties. No. <laughs> she doesn't need them. Anyway, welcome back to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, everyone. The podcast that feels like you spent the day at the pool with your besties. It's Megan, your podcast host. And we have... Hey. <laughs> Her starts are always just like the coldest of starts. Like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, Melanie's <laughs> like, I'm here. Whatever. Whatever. Hey, guys. Hi, Mel. How are you? Chilling like a villain. Always chilling. Always a villain. Always chilling. And you... I'm always a villain. I'm just kidding. I mean, that's what you say. <laughs> You're chilling like a villain. That's that's your words, not cool. Megan. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't that's say that. True. Yeah, that's um, true. You may also hear the voice of a, a male. Where? Where? <laughs> a boy? Where? Boy? <laughs> a boy. A, a boy in his a boy in a room? Olive has a, a boy, boy in a room. <laughs> a boy. A boy. <laughs> Yes, we have the voice. You hear the voice and smooth stylings of one and only former podcast guest, one of my friends for the last seven years. Seven. Seven? Okay. Seven. Um, we used to work together. You know him. You love him. It's Corey Wah. Hello. Hello, Corey. 
It's so lovely. How to, are you? Well, and see, the last time I was on the podcast, mm-hmm. um, uh, we recorded all the way from Australia, and I was one of the first few podcast yeah. guests. Mm-hmm. And I remember us having a lot of trouble last time because of the delay in the recording. The audio, yeah. Yeah, coming through from Australia, obviously there was a, a, a delay. We're like, you know, we're actually in the future. Yeah, right? you it's, it's, to, it's tomorrow in Australia. It's currently. tomorrow now. But um, yeah, it was just delayed coming through. So I remember there was a, it was one of the first ones and we were, you were still kind of getting set up and stuff like that yeah. with the podcast. Um, but now I'm in person. Yeah. Corey's yeah. Melanie's actually remote right now at a yeah. remote location. Me and Corey are together. Uh, we're coming to you live on location from Port Orleans Riverside Resort at me, Disney World. Me and Mel can't be in the same room because of sexual tension is too much. Yeah, the Aquarius and Gemini. This is too much. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen Melanie's face just now. Her, ma- her mouth was like, gosh. Yeah. And her eyebrow went, whoop. It went right up to the top of her forehead. <laughs> Funny. Well, Melanie is very compatible with Aquarius. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, how to put this lightly? Uh, Melanie is not working with what I need Melanie. Melanie? <laughs> Mel is not working with what I need Mel to be working with. He's gay. Yeah. <laughs> Where? A gay on the podcast in Florida? Don't tell Ron. <laughs> Shh. Yeah. Hide my books. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Chick fil A for lunch or like a. Early no, we, dinner? No, we didn't. I can't put that out. Oh, I mean, I mean, we went to... Wendy's. Wendy's mm-hmm. for chicken. Yeah, Wendy's for dinner. No, we went, no, to, we we, went to Chick-fil-A. No, we didn't. Uh, we, liars. To we got some hate I, chicken. I got some hate chicken. I had to pretend to be straight the entire time I was there. He did a really bad job. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> I just kept saying Hey, things. bro. Got to get back for the game. Yeah. Big game. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Yeah, um, that happened. But yeah, Corey's on location with us. He's here for a personal slash work trip i guess you again yeah, kind could of say. kind of i mean well, I, I guess we'll talk about that um at some point but like yeah no i mean i've got some meetings here but for the most part it's it's just a personal come on trip. tax deduction yeah. yeah i don't know if that's gonna happen <laughs> australian we'll government see. if you're listening to me i cannot we didn't say anything yeah, about say that anything like that and i may or may not claim this absolutely not um i don't think i'm gonna be able to c- claim it but you know <laughs> hey come on tax deduction we're gonna try <laughs> Um, we're gonna try today but yeah no i'm just here visiting i've uh, i started in hawaii and then i did that for i think five days i don't Mm -hmm. really know um and then i flew to la so i flew from australia to hawaii hawaii to um la and i did disneyland and slash one day not Mm -hmm. at disneyland um with kelly shout out kelly kelly we love you um not sponsored (laughs) By Kelly Fritch. <laughs> Kelly Fritch. <laughs> if you're listening, not sponsored. Um, and then yeah, I yeah flew out here. I flew in yesterday. Yeah. Um, to Florida. To, to Florida, and was immediately hit. The humidity. The well, Flo- not even humidity right Florida now, but heat. heat. Yeah, yeah. The heat was just next. You know, it never really leaves you the idea of the Florida heat. But you just you you forget about it, and then it smacks you in the face. Everyone, if you've ever been to. Orlando International Airport, MCO, then you know when you walk out those sliding glass doors to get your, you know, Uber, get your ride or whatever, you literally leave the air conditioning and you're smacked literally in the face with the heat and humidity in that pickup tunnel. So if you've ever been there, it never leaves you. You never, mm-hmm. you never forget. You never escape. Like. Yeah, you never escape. We cannot Hell. escape. We cannot come out. Mama. 
What's that song? It's a, it's a TikTok. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so Corey's here live in person on this podcast. Yeah, we're really excited to have you, Corey. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your personal trip yeah, no, to do I'm this with us. very excited to be here. Uh, big fan, long-time listener. Long-time listener, long-time supporter, long-time friend. Yeah. He's stuck with me uh-huh. now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we had dinner last night at Blaze. Corey literally, like, dropped his bags at his room got on the boat and came over to Disney Springs after traveling all day and traveling the last two weeks yeah. to come to dinner last night. Um, so we had dinner at Blaze. It was really fun. And the whole Johnson Cramelang party came. <laughs> Cramelang party. Um, so yeah, it was just really nice to have dinner and welcome you back to the Ketchup. Americas, to the Florida. Huh? Oh, man. Ketchup. Oh, yeah. We caught up, spilled some tea, you know, the whole shebang. Um, I also have to give a disclaimer. I'm having an aura migraine right now, I guess. I can't see out of one of my eyes. So, um, if anybody... You're a pirate. I'm a pirate. Arg, man. You need an eye patch. Apparently. Um, so if, uh, at any point, something... <laughs> I need to go sit down or something. That's what's happening. Um, but I'm fine right now. I just can't see out of my right eye, which is really fun. <laughs> so, when I have to look at you, I have to look at you with my left eye. <laughs> That's intimidating. <laughs> Don't be too obvious. <laughs> Just turn and. and... <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dad, the other night at the pizza restaurant. Oh yes, <laughs> I was showing Melanie an attractive man that had entered the restaurant um, last week. Entered the chat. Yeah, he entered the chat, and I said, "Melanie, there's a there's a cute guy over there." Look, look, look. And look. Mel said, "Wow." And Melanie was like, "Oh, yeah," and she sneakily, you know, looked around, did the whole, you know stretching turn around and look Couldn't be me and then my mom and dad were like what are you guys looking at and i said oh well there's a cute guy over there and my dad just literally whips around like <laughs> super obvious if this man had paying, been paying any attention to our family he would have seen dad just turn around and go oh <laughs> subtlety of a cat with a cucumber exactly very yep. very subtle <laughs> so um we are gonna dive in to our episode we're gonna start with of course our uh, and then we're going to do some astrology because it's Pisces season. We're officially in Pisces season as of two days. No, what's day? 23rd? As of four days ago. And then we will uh, kind of get an update on what Corey's been doing since he was last year. It was three years ago, almost mm. three years ago that he was on the podcast last time. And then we will talk a little bit about some Australianisms. We thought that might be kind of fun to... Because I'm Australian. If you guys hadn't gathered everything about Corey's accent, uh, he's from Australia. G'day, mate. No, he's British. He's, okay. he's British. You sound I'm just like kidding. Every guest ever <laughs> yeah. at Disney World. You must be South African. No, I'm Australian. What? I had one guest literally argue with me about whether or not I'm Australian. Uh, uh, sir. I think I know where I'm from. Uh, yeah. In, I remember. You're right. Actually, I am from. <laughs> now that you mention it. Thank I'm, you for off. reminding me. Yeah, I'm actually from New Zealand. No, sorry. Scratch that. I'm from South Africa. I had, I've had British, South Africa. Um, I've had Australian. People do guess that I'm Australian, even though it says it on my name tag. That's so weird. You know, it says <laughs> Sydney, Australia on my name tag because that's where I was born. I now live in Melbourne. But yeah. Like. Um, it's a Sydney, Sydney, Australia on my name tag. And people still are like, no, you're, you're British. People are very dumb <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have any, um, sense when they come into Walt Disney world. So live your best life. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, let's go ahead and start off with our things on Corey, oh, I since you're the honorable guest, honored guest, 
go ahead and start with us with your sure. favorite things. I'm going to start out uh, in the deep end. Oh, whoa. Throw okay. back to when we used to use those kind <laughs> yeah. of terms on the podcast. <laughs> this is our podcast and we can do whatever we want. <laughs> that yeah. was last week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so go ahead. It's friends and family. Um, mm. Something that, um, so that's my first favorite thing. Something in the last, um, in the month, in last month in particular, is I've just felt very loved. Um, mm. So it was my birthday three weeks mm. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, three weeks ago was my birthday. And um, I got a lot of birthday messages. Um, and one of my love languages is words of affirmation. So people mm, just saying happy birthday, texting me, calling me. Um, going out of their way to make sure that they um, spent time with me or ma- made sure I felt welcome. And that was at work. That was, um, you know, through text, through calling, all that kind of stuff. I've just felt very loved lately. And so, Aww. yeah, all my friends and family, just That's they're so one of nice. my three favorite things um, yeah. this week. I've had th- I've had three years to choose my three favorite things <laughs> as opposed from you guys that is like on a <laughs> weekly basis. The, three new things i've had three years i was telling Corey that it's really hard sometimes depending on our recording schedule for me to come up with three favorite things if we've already recorded one within the last week or so i'm like well i gotta find three other things that have happened <laughs> that i've right. had or done mm. so um yeah, yeah Corey's had a lot of time to think about too. his yeah melanie and i just recorded last week so <laughs> we were like uh what have i done what's 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 yeah um second favorite thing is traveling so mm. um given given the title of the podcast one of my therapies is traveling it mm. very much makes me feel at home and it uh, recenters myself yeah um and so given that uh, i've not been traveling since uh september of 2019 so right before the pandemic so this yeah. is my first time overseas since covid oh my god really kicked off um and so really has made me feel you, you know, you mentioned it before when you were like, Corey dropped his bags after traveling all day. And to me, that's nothing because right. that's where I live my life hmm. is um, traveling. And if I'm not traveling, I'm planning where I'm going next. Yeah. And then I'm getting ready to go where I'm going next. That's where all my money goes. Yeah. Um, is because that's just what makes me feel the most me is, yeah, traveling. So that's my second. That's what we were talking about earlier at lunch or di- late, late lunch, early dinner, I guess, at the chicken establishment that will not be named wendy's uh, wendy's at wendy's um <laughs> i said i can't take my money with me when i go so mm. i'm gonna spend it on the things that i like my silly little obsessions my silly little concert tickets that i buy my traveling i love to travel as well so that's like one of my i'm always looking forward to my next trip i'm always planning another trip i'm always looking at flights google flights if you want a sponsorship hit your girl up because i'm always <laughs> looking for the next plane Maybe ticket sponsored not sponsored currently but i would love open to opportunities um so yeah i think that's also a version of my therapy is traveling so when we couldn't do that it was awful (laughs) oh hardcore i struggled during COVID, and you and i have spoken about this a Mm -hmm. lot so in march of 2020 i was actually meant to be over here so the trip i'm currently doing is the trip that i was meant to be doing in march of 2020 (laughs) um and yeah i was meant to be traveling and not being able to travel really sent me into a tailspin um not that I need to be away, but it was more or less that I, I didn't have the freedom to go and experience and do different things and right. see my friends. And um, this sounds really pretentious to say, but a lot of my friends are around the world. And so not being able to see them um, and, you know, see my chosen family um, or even and to an extent because I couldn't see my actual family, right. my blood family yeah. um, for the longest time too. Um, 
it was really, really challenging and I struggled hardcore with it. Mm. But yeah, no, traveling, traveling is um, my second favorite thing. Yeah. I'm doing it. Living Yay. It. We're so glad you're here. I'm so glad to yes. be here. <laughs> um, and my third favorite thing is, uh, what did I just say? Third and favorite? My third favorite <laughs> Third favorite thing is Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, so I just spent five days there and I'm obsessed. Um, I'm so jealous. Just the sunset there is next level. I spent it with some friends there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Chandler and Tristan if you're listening. Shout out. Charmed. Uh, charmed. I'm sure. <laughs> um but yeah, and I just, I don't know, it was just an opportunity for me to switch off. I've had some really stressful times in the mm. last year in particular. Yeah. Um, and still going on to an extent, but you know, uh, last year in particular has been really stressful and Hawaii was just a great opportunity for me to not do anything. Yeah, to just to, chill to and chill, be. not have plans, not have to feel like I've got somewhere to be, um, something to do. Uh, responsibility. It was just a nice opportunity for me to sit on a beach and do sweet nothing. Responsibilities, man. They just be getting in the way of earthing. Earthing. Yeah. Can't do nothing. This work stuff, this work crap, mm -mm. it's not not fitting my fantasy. Work? We don't know her. Live your French vanilla fantasy. (laughs) Oh, yay. So in Hawaii, um, you went to Honolulu? Uh, Honolulu, Waikiki. Honolulu, Waikiki. Um, so I, I loved seeing all your Instagram stories and I was just so jealous because Hawaii's on my list of somewhere I want to go. I just, I love the beach. It looks so obviously tropical. Um, and I just want to sit on the beach and I want to watch the sunset and the sunrise. I'm not a morning girl, but I would, I'd be a morning girl in Hawaii. (laughs) Mm, No, truly. Honestly, it was just really nice to just be there and just be able to switch off because, Yeah, I just haven't had the chance to switch off and yeah. not think and not do. And so, so it nice. just gave my my brain a break from yeah. doing everything. Man, those are really good good things. So three years worth. Mm-hmm. Three years worth. <laughs> there you go. It was worth the wait. Melanie yep. Wasik, um, would you like to go next? Sure. Okay. Um, two of my favorite things are food. I love that. Um, Amazing. Um, number one is NYPD pizza. Yes. Let's go. What is that? The Um, peeps want to know. So sponsored. It's a pizza place. Whoa. That is, um, like groundbreaking New New York, um, police department. Yeah. Themed. And they have a really good pizza white pizza with um meatball on it yeah we got a white pizza the bayside bianca as it's known um with me meatball on it it's really Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. greg and i went there for like when we had first started dating it was maybe like date three or four and he ordered a white pizza and i was like melanie (laughs) he ordered the the white pizza that we got and i was like "Hmm, white pizza Mm, usually not my jam but this pizza it's, it's my, my jam. jam. It's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, good choice. Yep. Um, and then we also got a pepperoni pizza too. And then Megan thought that there was sausage sausage on. Listen. <laughs> I thought I always think that the sauce the meatball is supposed to be sausage, but it looked like sliced sausage on the pizza, and I was like, no, I want meatball. Yeah, because it's I, usually crumbled. Like 
Yeah, it's usually crumbled, not sliced. So I look like yeah. an idiot because I was like, I think this pizza is supposed to have meatball on it, <laughs> not sausage. And she was like, this, it is meatball. I was like, this poor high schooler was like, bitch, it is meatball. Yeah, she's like half my age. And I'm like, I think this is supposed to be having meatball on yeah. it. She said, bitch. Yeah, this is meatball. Get in yeah. line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would, well, anyway, yes, I made a fool of myself, but it's fine. It was meatball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we got a pepperoni pizza, and then we also saw a hot guy, so it was fun. Um, I mean, what, could, what more could you ask for? And what that's more our could three you favorite want? things? <laughs> yeah, pepperoni pizza and the hot guy. Yeah, make up the last of the list. So thanks, Megan. Mel. Your three. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, and then my second favorite thing is: Have you guys heard of the biggie bags at Wendy's? Have I? We went to Wendy's today. We went to the establishment known as Wendy's. Yes, we did and got chicken. But yes, the biggie bag. Go on, Mel. Yeah, so I got one t- for dinner tonight because I didn't feel like making anything. Um, yeah. I swear to God, delicious. my third favorite thing. I'm going to scream. Um, my third favorite thing is The Perfect Match on Netflix. Oh. Who is she? I don't know her. So it's a new show and it's not I wouldn't I don't want to say like the rejects but like the people that didn't find love on like too hot for too hot to oh. handle love is blind the yeah. ultimatum like all those like all the trashy shows but the people that like made drama during their seasons. Yeah, there's a guy from all... Oh, is there a guy from TikTok on there? I don't know. No, I, don't I just so. started Maybe it. It's a different show. I just started it. And girl, T? I'm hooked. Oh, okay. It, there's so much drama. And like, it's everybody that caused drama on the shows no that they were drama. on. We don't, don't want, want no, no drama. drama. They they didn't say that on the perfect match. They said we want all the give drama. me all the drama. <laughs> we want the all drama. the drama. All give the all, all the, the drama. 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 <laughs> yeah. Remix. So yeah, I'm on cool. episode three. And it's really good. Nice. How, how, yeah. Do you know how many episodes there are? Because that is very much a factor that plays into me. Because yeah. I find that shows these days are getting less and less with the amount of episodes that they're releasing. Yeah. And it really irks me because I'm like, give me more. Give me what I want. I am a greedy bitch. <laughs> give me more. I actually got mad because, um, now I don't know if this is still the case. Okay. When I left Australia, there are only 13 episodes of um, Abbott's Elementary. Um, and I love mm. Abbott's Elementary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quinta is an icon. icon She's such a great star. story. Tell her. Um, and yeah, I was like, oh, season one, they only had 13 episodes. Maybe they're stopping at season two. No, I want more. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, I haven't watched Abbott Elementary, but I've heard it's really good. Oh, it I is, mean, it's award-winning. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, literally award-winning so... now. She's such a great writer. And... Um, I'd say that her writing is stronger than her acting, but having said that, I mean, I can't do better, so what do I know? But And she came from BuzzFeed. Quinta yeah. did. Yeah. I used to watch her BuzzFeed videos all the time from years and years and years ago, and then she popped up as this, like, famous actress, writer, yeah. award-winning and, actress. And it'd be good to watch because um, it's Black Rider. Uh, mm-hmm. Majority of the cast is uh, Black, and so during Black History Month, you can watch Abbott's Elementary. It's a great comedy. It is Black History Perfect. Month. Perfect. I have not acknowledged that on the podcast yet. So happy Black History Month, everyone. Um, watch Abbott Elementary. Not sponsored. 
but can be but disney hello hello um but yeah did you get bob on the horn get bob Iger on the horn i have some things to say (laughs) Corey's calling bob one moment please please hold Uh, hey bob get in here he comes busting in yeah he's just like um what's his name big bird (laughs) that meme big bird (laughs) just shows up passing the door down um can you imagine we jump, both, we ooh, both jump scare. We both turned to look at the door. Yeah, we were both like, <laughs> as, if, as if he was about to walk. In. <laughs> like Bob cares. Yeah, Bob heard. Anyway, uh, Melanie, were you done? I'm sorry. Yeah. Excellent. Love those three favorite things. Um, let's see. My favorite thing. I finally thought of my third favorite okay, thing. Great. So we're yep. good. My first one. Corey being in town. Naturally. Naturally. Thanks, Megan. <laughs> at Mel. <laughs> You can be um, her fourth favorite thing. Um, I think it goes without saying that Melanie and yeah. you're here. Yeah. Um, the section, sexual tension is palpable <laughs> between us. You can cut it with a knife. <laughs> I walked Melanie. into Blaze Pizza last night and Melanie was like, <laughs> I was actually the hot man that walked into the NYPD Pizza Place. That's what, yeah, that that's was actually. Yeah, we're going to say it, Corey. but. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love having Corey in town. I said to him today when we were at Mehi Kingdom um, that I love friendships where you can just fall back into a rhythm and a routine mm-hmm. like you used to. Uh, I said last night that it felt like he's been gone forever, but also like he never left at the same time. So I don't know what kind of witchcraft that is, but I love friendships like that where you just come back and you just, it's like no time has passed. I have several friends like that. And I, I always, I don't take it for granted how incredible and how special those friendships are to me so i'm just really glad that you're here oh i'm glad to be here thank and i'm glad that we've much. remained friends yeah thank for you this very long. much for saying that no and i i mean it must look like and like we're absolute weirdos to everyone else they're be- not wrong because <laughs> genuinely like we share one brain cell because it was <laughs> it was like you know, we were finishing each other's sentences the whole time yeah. just re-quoting things yep. or even then just like in the car We'd just be yelling out stupid things, but at the exact same time, we think of the exact same stupid thing to yell out. Magnolia Crawford. Crawford. <laughs> because I'm staying in, a, in in Port Orleans Riverside in a part with the area that says... Mm-hmm. Magnolia Ma- Terrace. Magnolia Terrace. And so me and Mel, uh, Meg at uh, the same time both said Magnolia, Magnolia Crawford. Crawford. Which, you know. Season seven of Drag Race, anyone? Yeah. Anyone? I don't think she does drag anymore. No, I don't no. think she does. Yeah, but <laughs> I wouldn't either if I yeah, were. She had this swordfish nose. Yeah. <clears throat> My second favorite thing, let me pull it back up. <laughs> I'm prepared. Is not Melanie. Um, it is my promotion at work oh congratulations yes thank you i am beginning on tuesday the 26th i am starting a uh, promotion to be a specialist in my department in workforce management um it's a ta temporary assignment for those that don't speak disney um it's kind of a strange situation i i um interviewed at the beginning or end of december and didn't hear anything didn't hear a peep for about a month and a half so I just got the notice that I, um, they had offered me this jo- this role, and I wasn't really sure if I was going to take it at first because I don't really know if I'm going to like being a specialist. I have no idea. Like I've never even thought about being one, so I had no idea if I was even interested in it. Um, but it's only TA. That's what's nice. It's temporary, 
So if I like it, I do it for the six months or longer, depending on how long it goes. Or I, if I don't like it, or if it's not working out, I just go back to my old job as a scheduler. So today was actually my last day being a scheduler for six months. So I start my promotion on Tuesday. I start training on Tuesday. Um, so that's exciting. And then my third favorite thing is I've been studying <laughs> Melanie, <laughs> me. Um, I've been doing some light studying of French homework through Duolingo, not oh, sponsored. Oui, oui. Ah, oui, oui, bonjour. Bonjour, croissant. <laughs> croissants. Um, oh, oh, oh. Oh. That's got to mean something, oui. right? Oui, oui. Oui, oui. Arc de triomphe. Arc de triomphe. I know triomphe means triumph, right? Whoa. I I mean, I, I'm assuming. Cognate. I'm pretty sure. It does. Um, but Melanie's actually the one that's been learning longer than I have. Uh, I speak Spanish, so I was hoping that French would be not easy, but that it would translate a little bit better for me since I'm pretty good at language. Um, and so far, I've been doing pretty well. It's only been like a few days, but <laughs> um, I know a lot more words than I used to. And pronunciation, not my strong suit. Um, but it's been kind of fun to learn another language very, just kind of lightly. I learned French in um, high school and did you uh, yeah for for a year oh um i learned french uh i can't remember any of it so don't ask me <laughs> but uh there is one word that i do remember it's my favorite french word okay uh, lananas lananas it just means pineapple lananas pineapple yeah lananas la piña en español I, I i'm probably not doing it right with the accent lananas. but like lananas it, it means pineapple i know girl boy man woman Hello, it's, goodbye. Okay, can you go girl, in, but like in French? La fille. <laughs> la fille, garçon. Oh, is that would make sense. Boy. Is a drag queen called la fille? It just means the girl. Yeah, the girl. Oh, okay. Hey, live your yeah. life, bestie. Le homme is man. And then woman is. What is it, Mel? What's woman? La femme. La femme. Oh. Um, bon jeuni means have a good day. Bon nuit means good night. Bonjour Telemont. That means um, hello, children. Hello, children. Bon, bonjour Telemont. 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 Is, is children. Oh! I do, I do remember French I on, a, on a random occasion. I can read it a lot better than I can speak it. Like, I can I can understand and recognize a word and be like, oh, that means horse in, Spa in Spanish. What'd you call me? <laughs> in Espanol, uh, <laughs> uh, el caballo. Um, I can see a word and I can recognize it and say like, oh, that's dog or that's... Blah, blah, blah. But speaking is always is never been my strong suit in any language, even English. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been really fun to learn French. So, yeah, those are my three viral things of the week. Thank you, everyone, for uh, participating. So, All right. So now, since we've done our three favorite things, of course, we're going to talk about some astrology. Because that's what we do at Thoughts for Pool Therapy. The podcast that feels like you spent the day at the pool with your best. Promo. <laughs> Promo. Um, so, yes, it is Pisces season. We've been in Pisces season for a few days now. So I got some kind of general knowledge about Pisces season, what it is. It's the end of the astrological year, as we know. Uh, and then I also have some uh, astrology or horoscopes for all of our signs for Pisces season since we just started. So. Ooh. To kick it off, let's go ahead and just do some kind of light 
um, I don't know, information about Pisces. <laughs> Where's it from? Pop sugar? It is from, oh, good question. I don't have the, um, don't have the <laughs> the website. It's just a screenshot. So I'm not sure exactly where this is from. It is from Fake. a website. I do, I do. Just on that note, Pop Sugar do be telling me stuff on Twitter that I did not know. So they do for an uh, you know for a, an organization that is questionably reputable. <laughs> I'm getting an awful lot of information from. I think them. it's pretty reputable. Like the I don't know about the company, but I think the information that they give is pretty reputable. So. I don't know. We'll keep using them. Okay, I think off. I have some information from Pop Sugar. That might be where this website is from, or the website that I that I looked at. Um, so yes, Pisces season is from February nineteenth to March twentieth this year, twenty twenty three. This season is about finding ways to de stress and or and incorporate balance into your life. Pisces season will impact all zodiac signs, of course, but Pisces and Virgos will feel it the most. Are they opposite signs? They are. They, yes. Yeah. Okay. Across the astrology wheel, Pisces and Virgos are this are across from each other. Does that make them most compatible? I'm not sure about compatibility. I think it it means that whatever is their light side, like the Pisces light side, is the Virgo's dark side yeah, and vice versa. Um, so there will be a full moon in Virgo uh, at the very beginning of March, like the first week of March, I believe. And that's how it always is with the astrology season. So whenever it's the new moon in like like Pisces right now, because they're across from each other in the astrology wheel, it'll be the Virgo full moon. It'll be like that every every month. Um, so it's pretty cool. And it's very easy to remember since they're across from each other every month, what the full moon is versus the new moon. Um, so what does Pisces season mean for your sign? This says from women's health, <laughs> only women's health, not men's, not anybody else. Um, when the sun moves into the sign of Pisces, you'll have a huge slash massive urge for life to become a little more easy peasy than it's been for eons. So don't be surprised if you find yourself gravitating toward online yoga classes, meditation apps, and candlelit bubble baths. It's all hands on deck of the SS relaxation. Love that. Love that for us. <laughs> Time to relax. Uh, I love getting massages and I love going to get facials and stuff like that. So maybe it's my sign to to go kick off that and start doing that. Spa day. Spa day. Um, by the way, this says, Pisces season doesn't want you to spend a ton of dough, never mind, <laughs> to chill out. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. No massages, no mas no facials for Not me. Not all three of us traveling internationally this in, in this season. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, instead, all it's all about enjoying simple things like listening to your favorite tunes and spending time with people you love. Oh, gross. What are we doing right now? What are we doing right now? Huh? We're all we're all loving each other and having fun being with each other. Oh, I love that. Um, but also, if you want to get a massage or a facial, go for it. <laughs> I think. Go get it, queen. Go get it, queens. Um, for a sense of how Pisces functions in astrology and influences the weeks between mid-February and mid-March, consider the sign's ruler, Neptune. Haven't heard about Neptune in a minute, which is the planet of dreams, illusion, spirituality, and psychic ability. So Pisces are always kind of dreamy, living in the clouds, very optimistic, um, very what if. They're always dreaming and thinking about all the possibilities of the, of everything about them. <laughs> um, endlessly compassionate and empathetic. Anyone who has their sign or one of their big three in Pisces can't help but pick up on everyone else's energy. 
yes, Pisces are always very intuitive. It's funny. My best one, uh, my best friend uh, is a Pisces. Her birthday is seventh of March, oh. and there is never been a stronger Pisces than her. You know, she <laughs> feels emotions the most intensely. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very empathetic. Um, a lot of emotions talk, but she's just very much a Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. So you saying all that stuff checks out. And March 7th is all, not right in the middle of Pisces it, season, but it's pretty but close, it's pretty close yeah. probably right by the full moon for Virgo. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really cool. Um, associated with the 12th house of spirituality, Pisces is most comfortable in the world of emotion, artistic, artistic self-expression and dreaming. They live for being in a flow state, but might shy away from the harsh realities of everyday life and lean on various forms of ex- escapism when the world gets too aggressive for their sensitive heart. Oh, yep. checks out again. so many words in that, that I was tripped up on. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. No worries. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> a new moon in Pisces urges you to dream about beginnings and fresh starts. Interesting. Very interesting. Ooh. <laughs> okay, okay. Venus moves through Aries, bringing a fiery go-getter vibe to relationships, beauty, and money. Come on, relationships. Come on, money. Come on, Y'all gonna get boyfriends? Oh, wait. No, you guys are together. I'm so sorry. Um, Don't tell Mary Holland that. Oh, sorry, Mary Holland. If you listen to this. Sorry. <laughs> I have so many wives around the world. It's not funny. I just keep committing myself to women. Come on, Maybe polygamy. That's why I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> that's it. I just keep committing myself to women. Yeah. Well. Well, you're welcome, Dad. <laughs> Finally, yeah. you're gonna settle down with a woman. Settle down. I Thank say God. That. My my dad is fine with me being gay. He's, you know. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> that your dad is accepting. Yeah. We love that. Let's see. I had during Pisces season 2023. Let's see. What else do I have? Uh, Anyone born with their sun or major planetary placements in any of the mutable signs, Gemini, Virgo, and Sagittarius, could come away from Pisces season feeling truly inspired and potentially even transformed ahead of springtime. Mel, that's us. That literally called us out. Gemini and Virgo. Sorry, Corey. Not me. You're just going to have a regular old Pisces season, yeah. I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm a air and two fire signs. Yeah. Which uh, checks out, truly. Aquarius and two Scorpios. Yeah. I, Aquarius, oh. so my birthday, like I said, was three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, which makes me Aquarius. Um, but then my, what are the other two ones? I always get them, where they're rising? Rising and, and moon, moon or Scorpio. Are both Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Um, which sometimes I feel like I identify more with being a Scorpio than I do hmm. an Aquarius. Really? Yeah. There is, I, I mean, you guys went into it a couple episodes ago um, and there are a lot of parts where I was like, I don't know in, in terms of just how it reflects on me as you know, what a typical Aquarius would be. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when you start to add in what Scorpios are, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, that makes more sense Yeah, because I'm, I'm very confrontational. Um, I, I feel like confrontation has a bad rap. Yeah. I would, I face issues head on. I, I don't just like leave them to the side. Right. Um, I don't think confrontation is the right word. No, I don't think so. But I will, I will face a problem head on. Head on, very, um, yeah. Very extroverted. I wouldn't consider myself very overtly creative or um, anything like that. Yeah. Um, I, I work in marketing, mm-hmm. but like at the same time, I, you know, I'm very like, pr- 
pragmatic, I guess is the better word. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, so that's I'm, I'm, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like sometimes Aquarius makes sense and then other times I'm like, mm, I'm more Scorpio than I am anything else. I think it's like a third of all my signs mm-hmm. um, actually are Scorpio. Whoa. But yeah, it's something <laughs> something ridiculous. Yeah. There's a few Aquariuses in there. Not, yeah. not very many earth signs. Mm, mm-hmm. um, That's like all mine, what they yeah. are. <laughs> also, can I just raise a point? Um, yeah, I look. would like to um, uh, open up the floor. Okay. Why is Aquarius an air sign? I it's still have literally got aqua in its name. Yeah, it has aqua water, but it's an air sign. Doesn't uh, make any sense. Yeah. I, I would like to ask the gods that one, please. <laughs> please and thank you. Submit that. Put that in the manager feedback box. Yeah, we, um, uh, if you guys have any, um, uh, recommendation or anywhere we could look at that or we not we need to speak to the manager yeah the manager who came up with the astrology is there a help link that yeah. i can click on uh <laughs> where's concierge <laughs> yeah please. i need the customer support yeah uh, please put me through to your manager yeah we need that we need that solved immediately yeah thank you i agree with that though Coming and it up. is it is all energy so you may not necessarily um vibe with all of the aquarius nature but that's because your moon and your rising also have to deal with who you are, how you are, how you interact with things, how you, um, how you work, how you live, how you, <laughs> how you do everything, how your life is. Um, so the energy that you might not vibe with necessarily with Aquarius, you might also be vibing with what Scorpio energy mm. is in your chart. Um, just like me, I'm all earth. Every, my big three are all earth signs and they're all different. Um, I do have some horoscopes for Pisces season for everyone. Mm-hmm. All of us. Excellent. So we're going to start with. to receive. <laughs> I am ready to receive. I am open for a gift. Um, for Gemini, Melanie, hey. our resident Gemini. Melanie Mostek. Mostek. We have your work life could be under review this season, Gemini. Uh oh. Uh oh. The sun in Pisces is in your tenth house of career and reputation, pushing you to evaluate how fulfilled you really feel in areas in this area of your life. Oh. How do you feel about that, Mel? Interesting. It is interesting, isn't it? Hmm. It Melanie sounds, sounds like there's actually some consideration already going on. Yes, Melanie yeah. has been thinking about her career path, I think, lately. Okay. Um Yeah, there may be um exciting things in the work. I love that. Oh, we love it. And yeah. you know what? Traveling is the perfect time to really consider that and then take action afterwards. So this whole Pisces season then maybe is going to be perfect for you because you'll come back feeling refreshed um, and, you know, energized and you're going to make decisions and move forward. You're going to make power moves. Um, gatekeep girl boss. What's the other thing? Uh, she's going to girl boss, girl boss, just enough close to the sun. She's Gate, not going to. It's like, go, gatekeep girl boss. Gaslight. Gaslight. <laughs> go, yeah, that's it. Sorry. Gaslight myself. I didn't know it. <laughs> That's like gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> Come on, girl boss. We love a girl boss. Yeah. Um, that's awesome, Mel. It also suggests yeah. that you should be seeking guidance, whether from a mentor or career or spiritual, spiritual advisor. Mm. What did I just say last week? What did I just me. say? I am the spiritual advisor. I said the... It always comes back. So you're saying that I should see uh, Lisa Maria? Yes. That would be a good thing. You also need to talk to your counsel, your your third eye. Get into it, Mel. 
Because you, did you know that Melanie has a third eye? I think we, I feel like I remember this from an episode. Yeah. Mel has yeah. a third eye. She does. I'm a which witch. Which means something different in gay talk, but we'll leave that one Melanie, there. I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> she was a witch. Are you going to tell me that I was wrong? Um, yeah, so maybe you need to talk to your counsel, Mel. I love that. He... Speak to your third eye. Yeah. Next up, Virgo. That's me. Uh, as noted, as we've already talked about how Virgos are going to be affected by the Pisces season. Um, you could really be tested this season, Virgo, given that your sign is exactly opposite Pisces in the Zodiac, putting the sun in opposite to your chart. In particular, the challenge will likely arise in your relationships, whether romantic or platonic, given that Pisces rules your seventh house of one-on-one -on -one relationships. Hate that. I was going to say, I, you know, as a fellow millennial, I'm so sick of being tested. I don't want to be tested anymore. I don't anymore. want, I... I'm sick of unprecedented times. I would like some precedented times. Yeah. Stop testing me. I'm done being I'm tested. done. Yeah. I, I just want to have an easy life. I just want to have no, I don't want to be tested anymore. I don't want to have any problems with my relationships with anybody. I don't want to, I just want to, I don't want to be happy. Can anybody, can everybody just be happy? Maybe that could just be, mean something simple as like an argument that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it's not going to test you too much, but it's just going to, you know, it may not all be bad. Yeah. You know, take I maybe guess. some good things. And, yeah. and because going through challenges also makes you stronger. So maybe coming out, that's true. You know, on the other side, it will be more challenging. Yeah. Uh, more um, rewarding. That's true. I don't like that, though. <laughs> I just want Positive vibes for yeah. you. Um, now, for last but not least, Aquarians. That's me. We just left Aquarius season. Um, Bye. This is. <laughs> Fresh off your season, you'll feel the effects of Pisces season in your second house of resources and value. This is a time to make sure you, your needs are being met, but also to review your spending. Uh, Come on, finances. Come on, trip. That's costing me way too much money. <laughs> the changes you make now could set the foundation for you to move toward your bigger visions and dreams later this year. Yeah, no, that checks out because I'm very much conscious of the fact that I am burning through savings on this trip. Um, and so coming out of this trip, I'm very much like, I know I need to save money. I need to focus on, you know, putting paychecks away um, because Australia as well is going through a bit of a, a rental crisis at the moment in terms of yeah. rent going up um, and cost of living going up, as is a lot of the world. But mm. um, it just makes mm -hmm. me hyper aware of what I'm spending, how I'm spending it you know, eating out in terms of like restaurants and fast food and stuff like that, make sure mm -hmm. I'm cutting back on that. So, um, and then like just other spending, like, do I really need a third pair of shorts that look the exact same <laughs> as the ones I've already got? I do got? that. <laughs> um, yes, I do probably need them, but can I go without? Yeah, I can go, I can go without. So like, yeah, that all that checks out. Cause that's already where my, I can feel my mind starting to drift towards <laughs> on, as I get further along my trip yeah. towards the end of it. I still got like a week and a half left, but as I drift towards, you know, the end of the trip, I'm already thinking, hmm, I need to really check my, my yeah. savings <laughs> once I get back to Australia. I have a hard time being like, I need to save money. I'm going to save all my money. I'm not going to buy anything else. And then I also, on the other hand, am like, what am I, what else am I going to do with this money? What am I going to, am I, when I die, I'm not going to be able to take it with me. Like, so just spend the money, but I don't need another pair of jeans. I don't need any more makeup. But then I get an email that says it's 40% off. And I go, yeah. Happy President's Day weekend. Happy President's Sale. Here's 40% off of the jeans that you were wanting. That it's you like, already have. 
several pairs you, that look President. the same. Yeah, thank you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Is Marilyn Monroe here? Oh. Weird. And Bob Iger came into wow. Really celebrity visitors. What a weird combination Welcome of people. Thoughts from pool therapy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I hope everyone enjoys their Pisces season. Um, if you are a Gemini, Virgo, or Aquarius, you already heard your horoscope. If you're not those, sorry about it, losers. Look it up, losers. Look it up yourself. <laughs> and then this is the part of the podcast where it goes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of the podcast. I know I am. I should have Corey Thanks do the so ad much for to me. The Anchor app. Yeah. It's, let me explain. Let Listen, me explain. Guys, I only have one ad that I get. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I want to make the the one cent that I make every time someone listens to an ad. So I appreciate you all listening. But if you want to skip it, I get it. it. No, I don't skip it because it's my favorite part to get to the I point where it. where where it goes. Let me explain. Let me and you can definitely tell that it's because obviously with the microphones you've got now, yes. it's it's a lot better quality than what you were doing beforehand. Sound production naturally. is my passion. And so, <laughs> and so I hear it and I'm like, this is still the same ad, but I'm in love with the fact you go, let me explain. Should I redo it? <laughs> no. Oh, no. It's no, iconic. Okay. All right, I'll leave it. No. All right. We thought, since we have our resident Australian here. Where? Where? Corey? Hello? Corey? Me? Hello? I'm Australian. Um, and we... I'm British, fun fact. <laughs> true story, I've yeah, got a British passport. That is true. His dad is, he was born there or raised yeah, there? Yeah, oh, I'm okay. first generation Australian. So my dad's born um, in uh, England and my mom is American, actually. What? Yeah. She was born in North Carolina, but she grew up majority um uh, until she was 10, I think, 10, oh my 12, gosh. somewhere around there. Um, she was born and she grew up in California. My grandfather was a Marine. And so, yeah, she ended up coming out to Australia. And wow. Another fun fact, my grandmother is um, was Indian. She's passed now, but she was Indian. And so um, there's a little bit of Indian blood in me. Um, so some of my Christmases, when we go to my mum's side of the family, there's a lot of Indian food there. That is wild. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. I didn't, I did not know that, yeah. any of that. Fun well, fact. I mean, I knew your dad was British, but. Yeah. I knew, I knew how to cook parathas from a young age. Um, I grew up <gasps> eating papadams, curries every other night. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that was... is so wild. I love that. Wow. So are you the only one that has an accent? In my family? Yeah. No. Like like an Australian accent, I mean. Sorry. Um, well, it's interesting you say that because when my mom comes to America, mm -hmm. um, I haven't gone uh, internationally traveling with my dad before, but mm -hmm. when I came back to America with my mom at one point, um, all the Americans said, oh, where are you from? Mm -hmm. Because she grew up there, um, you know, not to reveal her age, but it's been a, it's been a long time yeah. since she um, has been living in America. And so they're like, they recognize an accent, but they're not sure where. Okay. And so she says, like, she's Australian. My mom's Australian now. Okay. Um, and, uh, but when she's in Australia, people still ask her to this day, where are you from? Right. And she's like, I born in America. She goes through the whole spiel. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, me and my brother and my sister, I'm the middle child. Mm -hmm. uh, my, uh, my brother is two years older than me, two, three, depending on the time of year, um, years older than me. She's he, same age as you. Oh. Um, <laughs> born in 91. Yeah, we're um, 30 fun 30 in this fun. house. Yes. Um, 
and then my sister is five years younger than me. Um, so yeah, we all have Australian accents wow. because we born and raised in Australia. That's so cool. Um, but yeah, huh? The culture, cool. fascinating. Mm. I love that. Um, we thought we would kind of a talk about an update. We get an update from Corey since the last time he was on the podcast. That was back in 2020 when things were real, real, real scary. Um, and kind of just see what he's been up to update everybody all the pool peeps about what he's been doing and then we wanted to talk about some australianisms because we were talking about this at dinner last night Corey brought up some stuff and it was just blowing my mind i had to look some stuff up to see mm. like what is he talking about <laughs> um so i guess we'll start off with kind of an update with you yeah. if you want to do i mean however long you want to talk about it but an elevator speech or as long as whatever you want to talk about as your yeah. update. I mean, I, I guess in terms of what I've been doing, so at the, I think last time we spoke, I was working um, for, um, a, I guess, a, like a loyalty company mm -hmm. back in Australia. Um, that was great. Um, and then I uh, got an amazing opportunity to interview for Disney. Yes. Uh, so Australia does have a an, an office in Australia mm -hmm. um, and that services a bunch of different things from Disney Plus to no theatrical releases to the stage shows that come out to, um, you know, uh, merchandise. Mm -hmm. They all have t uh, cast members behind that to yeah. market it in Australia and to an extent New Zealand and some international team members as well. Um, but yeah, I got an opportunity to interview for Disney uh, way back in September of 2021. Um, and I was actually interviewing for the role of content marketing executive. And that's essentially right. yeah. doing the marketing for um, specific arms of the business. In this instance, it would be doing uh, marketing for Disney, Pixar and 20th Century um, Studios, uh -huh. doing um, all the content. So uh, movies and TV shows. Cool. I was doing that for. Um, and so I got all the way to the last round and I was up against one other girl who is now one of my favorite people to work with. Um, but at the time. But at the time, it was me and her. Uh, <laughs> she got the role, um, which is great. And mm -hmm. now meeting her, I'm like 100%. She's so smart. Right. And she's got industry experience. Makes sense. In a time that But that we was... still hate her for taking... Just kidding. She's... She... <laughs> I liken her to Miss Honey from um matilda um the the teacher oh okay okay she's okay. the sweetest person Aww. on the face of this earth all right we don't hate her then no and Fine. she uh yeah she's just really sweet but um yeah and then i uh yeah and, and as you can tell this is leading to a positive place because i now work with yeah. the person <laughs> um but as as that was happening a role came up which was perfect for me mm -hmm. and that is um my official title is marketing uh, an asset executive asset <laughs> asset executive <laughs> i just go with marketing executive it's easier i do the same thing yeah um but um i'm a marketing executive for disney destinations which is essentially um the team that gets people from specific areas around the world because there are multiple disney destinations teams right um to go experience disney products essentially so that can range from anything from disney cruise line to alani to disneyland disney world which for me is perfect because obviously I've got all this knowledge. I've been to all the Disney parks. Um, Corey is Disney. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm very uh, Disney at the same time. I'm also not a Disney adult. Um, yeah. You know, you're kind of in the middle, like yeah. you're, you're a middle ground. I'm the, I'm the sweet spot of where yes. um, Disney meets reality. Yes. I think. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, you can appreciate the, the Disney, stuff in the disney things but you also don't 
you understand there are also some opportunities yeah. that <laughs> yeah there are better Disney places has. and then there are opportunities for things to be better mm-hmm. um, but i could essentially be doing marketing so i'm in a t- grand total of a team of seven um oh, that's that, small uh yeah very small team and we work on um australia and new zealand mm-hmm. um and that's doing um anything from so uh, I'm a team of three within that seven of marketing and um, I'm the only marketing executive. I've got my boss and then there's a social media person right. on a team. Um, and we, yeah, do anything for Disneyland, Disney World uh, and Cruise Line. Um, specifically, theoretically, we could do marketing for um, any of the other parks. Mm-hmm. I would say that except for Tokyo, just because it's a, a it's bunch of different. Thing. Yeah, it's, it does its own thing. She's her own thing. Um, but theoretically, I could do marketing for any of the other parks. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the way that um, in terms of the demand for Australians and New Zealanders. Right. Most Australians and New Zealanders are going to Disneyland in particular. Yeah. But I do still get a lot of people um, that go to Disney World and go on Cruise Line. Um, and then most excitingly, what I was um, actually brought on for was to work on the launch of um, Disney Cruise Line in Australia and New Zealand. Which is so cool. Which was mind-blowing at the time yeah. that I was the marketing person behind it. Um, and I obviously say this, I don't speak for the brand of the company. Yes, all of his thoughts and opinions are his own, not yeah. on behalf of the company. Yeah, but having said that, it was majorly cool to yeah. be the person doing the marketing for it. Having said that, incredibly stressful um, <laughs> to launch. It was one of those things that you're like, oh, hold on. D23, where they make all these announcements, that's where they're announcing what I've been working on. Right. Um, the pressure was, is on. Uh, right. <laughs> it was it was insane to to be that and then to have the, the world see it mm-hmm. and to see videos coming through of Australians and New Zealanders reacting to the fact that Disney Cruise Line's coming to Australia for the no first time. No big deal at all. No stress. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. Incredibly <laughs> stressful um, buildup. Um, but I'm so, so proud of what I've done, what my team's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've spoken about it. You said you're proud of me. My family said they're proud of me. Other friends have said they're proud of me. And that's probably been the most rewarding part. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I started that back in December of, because uh, the process was a long time to get hired I for remember, Disney. I remember, yeah. Took about three months in total from the very first interview for that first role yeah. up until me actually starting the the role I ended up with. Um because I did three interviews for the first role. Yeah, it was insane. And then I had to do three more interviews um, for the- <laughs> That's way the, too many interviews world. for one person. I would say the the HR interviews, which I count, are mm-hmm. very brief. They're just like, are you a fit? Can you do this? The that, first that, round yeah. is like, okay. Kind very of, basic. Yeah. And then I had to do two more rounds of actual, you know, managerial interviews and stuff. I had to do a presentation <sighs> at one point. Oh my God. Uh, which was very stressful because I didn't know what um, was happening, but I ticked all the boxes. So that was great. Of course he did. Um, but then, yeah, I started that in December of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when originally we were um, planning on uh, announcing in January of 2022, um, which would have been incredibly stressful. Yeah. A month to be able to after you, you know, just joined or literally hired. just joined having to learn yeah. disney's ways and how you know every business is very different that didn't end up happening um for a bunch of different reasons but um we ended up announcing at d23 in september of 2022 mm-hmm. and that was phenomenal like yeah. the the lift um you know the excitement that the um just everything that's happened it that blew was so up, cool um was insane um 
but very, very exciting. And so, yeah, now it's um, coming to Australia and New Zealand for the first time. Disney Wonder is the ship. The Wonder. The Wonder, um, which currently works on the West Coast of America. Mm -hmm. It goes from anywhere as far down as Mexico, uh, San Diego. Vancouver. Goes up to Vancouver and Alaska as well. So uh, a lot of uh, those um, winter months sometimes. Um, it used to do Alaskan trips mm-hmm. up there. Yep. This time now it's coming to Australia. And so it's coming from uh, October 2023. So it's making its trip from, I believe, Vancouver. And it's going through to Hawaii, Hawaii, through the South Pacific. Oh, down okay. To, yeah. Down to, uh, it arrives in Sydney. Um, I think, don't quote me on this. It could be October 28th. Um, I think. Wow, Maybe this that's year. First, that could be, yeah, this year. That could be the first sailing date that I'm remembering. So it might arrive slightly earlier. And we're going on the Wonder in May mm-hmm. from San Diego to Vancouver on a four-night cruise. And then it's going to go, bye, going to Australia. Yeah. See you guys later. Going to the future. Yeah, no, truly. It crosses <laughs> Which is the international so crazy. Line and, yeah, that's goes wild. Back in time. Oh, my God. Um, How yeah, awesome is that? Yeah. And so that was – it's incredibly exciting. Like, I, you know, Disney Cruise Line will never launch again. Yeah in Australia and New Zealand. So I get to have that on my resume, That's like which a cool is phenomenal. Part of history. Yeah, yeah. It is phenomenal to, you know, Disney will look back in the archives and you know, you were there. the marketing that I did is yeah. there. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, That's it's, awesome. it's insane. That is my, my work life. So I'm feeling very proud of myself because that has been a dream job for me. It was a dream job uh, after um, having left Disney back in 2016, working yeah. in Florida and attractions, which is obviously where I met. Um, Megan, but Megan, Megan, and Mel to an extent too, because me and yeah. Mel shared a break room. We just didn't know each other. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Melanie. Corey would send me a Snapchat of Melanie and be like, "Guess who I saw?" <laughs> it's, it's Melanie Mel. <laughs> in her yep. uh, costume. Um, yep. And then uh, personally, still single. Um, I'm just going to repeat that. Uh, men, uh, I am still single. Um, He's interested st- in men, men, despite what he said already on the podcast. Still single. Um, there is nothing wrong with me. Nothing, literally nothing. I say that it's, it's like the first red flag. Someone saying there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> At right? least you're self-aware. Yeah, no, <laughs> I just I it, it gets to a point. So I I reflected on this, um, maybe last month or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the reason I feel like I've been single is because there's been times when I'm not in a place to date. Then there's I'm ready to date and I just don't find the right person or situationships don't work out mm-hmm. or. I'm, I do consider myself somewhat unlucky in love because I'll get to a point and then they'll disappear mm. f- for whatever reason. Um, and uh, yeah, it just, I, I, then there are times when, you know, I just need to stop and relax and stop freaking out about mm-hmm. it. Um, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm, I'm in the place now where I'm, I'm ready for a relationship. I'm in the mindset. Mm-hmm. I have a, I feel like I've got a lot to offer. And so, um, yeah, I'm very much open to it. Um, so uh, I'm still single. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make, make me, me a match. match. <laughs> so if anybody's uh, interested, we have contestant number one on Thoughts from Pool Therapy. Yeah. Matchmaker. <laughs> there, was, there was a period in my um, young youth that I was going after the wrong type of men, including to an extent straight men. Sorry, Jordan. No! <laughs> uh, a fellow Pisces. And fellow Pisces. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's, there's just been a, there's that whole situation. But, you know, hey, that will work out when it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that attitude. Yeah. It'll come to you. You're ready. You're open to it. But you'll, you know, and understand that it'll come when it's supposed to. 
and when it will. And that's the that on that. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> you said a lot of things there, and I was like, there's a part of me that needs to make a joke, but Don't I'm not going you to. do it. This is a family podcast. Or is it? It is. It is. It is. <laughs> Mental health wise, because this is a um, therapy podcast. Yep. Um, I, I, I <laughs> Recently, it's been more. Um, I know. I heard that at the beginning. Loosey goosey. A little yeah. more loosey goosey, which is fine. Having said that, I, I do. I was thinking as as you guys were discussing it, mm-hmm. I was thinking, it, you know, thoughts from pool therapy. It's because this is your therapy and these are just your thoughts that are happening during it. Literally. Yeah. So it's, that's it. It still makes sense. It makes sense. Right? I don't think it's not. I, I don't think we've like diverged from our like whole theme. It's just this is how I therapize. Like yeah. I talk to my friends. I like talking to Melanie. I like talking to people about random topics. I like Ew. talking. Yeah. <laughs> talking. Yeah. Um, I like sharing my thoughts, my opinions. I like, I just like to talk to people. Mm. I like interacting with people. And so that's part of how I re- get my release, how I um, relate to people, how I make friends, how I meet, you know, it's a whole thing. Mm. It's a, it's a, that's it's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know you, you guys think that, you know, it's less therapy lately, but I actually genuinely think that this, you know, it still, it still fits the brief. It's just yeah. maybe not as explicitly therapy per yeah se. or even too heavy yeah. like not yeah. that it has to be light or heavy it can be yeah. both hey that's life yeah. that's ups and downs right that's life <laughs> <laughs> well, this is gonna be the musical episode yeah it is it's like the Grey's anatomy episode where it's all musical every time we take a break it's just like leave get, get out right, right now, now. <laughs> jojo if you're listening to this Sponsor first us. of all you're a queen second of all congratulations on being in moulin rouge well done third of all um don't come after me for copyright okay and fourth of all uh, we would like you to sing leave get, get out uh, in, right in, in moulin rouge please because yeah. it is a jukebox musical so yes um so but yeah in terms of that. in terms of my circling back mental um, health <laughs> uh back in terms of my mental health it's been up and down 100 um since the last time we spoke there have definitely been moments where i'm like are you okay there yep but <laughs> my cord got stuck just <laughs> megan not <laughs> here i oh am God, being like my mental health is is up and down and then there's megan just like having this weird stroke on one side of her body just trying to throw throw this cord around i was like what is happening i'm not even looking at you and i just see you in my peripherals why okay all right yeah I, okay yeah um i'm so sorry i'm glad this is oh be careful i wish this i hope that thank god it's not a vis- visual podcast because a wild that, or maybe it should be would you guys watch it smash yeah, that, smash like, that button. like button subscribe <laughs> that's melanie's line she always says that smash the like button <laughs> anyway your mental health my mental health it's been up and down jesus christ uh, it's been it's been up and down in the last uh, you know, two and a half, three years since we spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I think I'm in the best mental spot that I've been in a long time. Um, Amazing. Just you know, on the, on the, in terms of, uh, you guys do that scale. What's that scale? I forgot. What it's... On a scale of one to 10, one being you want to walk into the ocean and 10 being that you're throwing a pool party. That's our scale. I'm, I'm in a nine. There are definitely stresses in my life. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. There, there are stresses in my life um, and that keep popping up. I feel like I'm in a better spot to help with them um, or to support, uh, mm. you know, the different areas that they, you know, different things that are happening. Yeah. 
um, and I'm in a better spot to deal with them as they arrive because I've learned how to deal with them better. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've, um, you know, worked on myself and I'm in a good spot with, um, my friends. I'm in a good spot with my family, my support network. Aww. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing better all around. And even the last time we spoke, I was coming out of a period of, of pretty bad depression. I'd been made redundant. Um, yes. I was trying to find a job. I was unemployed for two months. I, Victoria, the state that I live in, where mm-hmm. Melbourne is, had gone through, uh, to that point, one of the worst lockdowns in the world. Yes. I was locked down for like two and a half months. You know, I couldn't get it out of the wild. house. I was under a curfew. I was under um, a bunch of different things. And so um, mental health was just at an all-time low. And so now coming into this, I'm traveling again, which fills me with great joy. I love my job. I go mm. to work and I genuinely love my job. Yeah. A year later and, you know, I, I, I feel like I have one of the most rewarding jobs because I get to go get convince people essentially because that's, that's <laughs> marketing, right? Right. I convince people uh-huh. to go spend their money and go overseas yeah. to experience one of, in my personal opinions, the most joyful things um, that the world has to offer. One mm. off, there's plenty of stuff out there, but... <laughs> It, it, it brings me such joy to, to, you know, convince people. And like some of the conversations I have at work is, should we use Dory or should we use Mini? Like it's, it feels like. Who such, else would be able to do that at work? Right? <laughs> like it's such a ridiculous conversation. Yeah. But I genuinely adore my job um, and I love what I do. I love the people I work with um, in all facets of the business. Um, wow. I feel like they respect me. I respect them immensely. Um, my family, uh, you know, it, I, I love them to bits. I've yeah. got a new niece. Um, yeah. she's almost about to, she turns at one year old. She's a Pisces. Yes. I think she's a Pisces. Maybe she might be an Aries. I've got to remember. Birthday? I think it's a 22nd. So she's a cusp. She'll be an Aries. I think then. it's a 22nd. She's an Aries. She, she might be an Aries. Um, well, don't quote me. That's next season. Don't send this to my brother because I got her <laughs> birthday wrong. Um, but yeah, she's, she's my little niece and I'm her godfather. I'm not really just like I said, but he still asked me to be godfather. Um, and love her a bit. She's doing great. Um, I just saw my sister a couple of weeks ago, seeing all my friends and I'm spending an immense amount of time um, hanging out with them and, you know, really feeding those relationships with quality time and um, all the love languages, words of affirmation and physical touch and just like being in their presence and lots of hugs. Um, yeah, I, I definitely feel like I'm at, I'm at a nine mentally now. So that's a recap on my life. Amazing. Um, subscribe to my vlogs. Hit me up on <laughs> at Briefly Corey on Instagram. If you would like to follow along on my adventures, it's a lot of Disney content at the moment. I'm not going to lie. I but it's w- great. I warned everyone before I was coming over to it, uh, before I left the country. I was mm-hmm. like, um, at it's about to get very annoying. <laughs> feel free. And there have been there have been people that have like unfollowed me. Because it was too much. That's con- rude. Oh, you know, hey, it's the losers dropping off. Losers. 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 Yeah. No, it's Boo. just. I looked at, it was just people. Tomato, that tomato, to tomato. Tomato, that, tomato, tomato. Yeah, that I no longer work with. So I was like, okay, I haven't spoken to you since. Not I a left. loss. Anyway. Not a loss. Bye. Uh, um, I don't work with you anymore. But yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's a recap on my life. Amazing. No notes. A plus. A plus. Thank you for the recap. Yeah. Um, and your niece. No crumbs. Eight, no crumbs. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm a pretty messy eater, so there's probably crumbs around. But no. I said I'm a nine, not a ten. I always, I, I'm very much um, someone that uh, is like, things could be better. They can always be better. I don't think perfection exists. 
So right. yeah, I'm very much yeah. a nine. And my I'm someone that feels emotions very, very strongly. Mm, that's um, true. And so I, I yeah, I always I know that um, you know, things might change tomorrow. And so I'm like, I'm a nine for today. And that's okay. That's yeah. life. That's yeah. life. That's life. <laughs> Um, your niece is an Aries. I just looked it up. She's March twenty second, two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand twenty two. That's was assuming that her birthday is on the twenty second. So oh, please hold. Anyway, just in case she's not on the twenty second, don't send this to my brother, please. <laughs> um, well, Corey, it goes without saying. I'm very proud of you, obviously. Thank you. Um, and I think there's no one else that deserves your role and the happiness that you've achieved over the last year or so more than a little more than a year mm. um and i remember how dark things felt for you back in 2020 it was dark for all of us mm. in, in different ways um for different reasons but um i'm just glad that you've come out of that and it's okay if it happens again but as long as you know that mm. there's a way out there's always a way out yeah life, life's all about the peaks and valleys so mm. i'm glad you're at a peak right now yeah and then I, that that whole time taught me you know, I, I always try and look for what's the life lesson here mm. post the fact, because yes. in the fact it's very hard to think straight for me. You just have to survive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's just a matter of survival at the time. But, um, I think that definitely taught me that, um, there are two consistencies and it's, it's like, you know, I guess it's like a very common saying, mm -hmm. but it's very true. And, um, I think there are two consistencies in life taxes and change <laughs> it's like the adult in me coming in yes but like it taxes and change there's nothing that is permanent mm. everything changes yep. all the time even when you don't think it's changing things are changing true um and so i just learned that if i'm not okay now it will change mm. it always changes um if you put in effort or you don't something will change it tends to happen faster if you put in effort yeah. but um you know, things always change. Yes. Wow. How inspirational. Call me Gandhi. Come on, thoughts from pool therapy. <laughs> call me Gandhi. <laughs> no, Gandhi don't, call me, don't call me Gandhi because I feel like that's cultural appropriation. Yeah, we'll let that one. Uh, yeah. We'll come up with another nickname for you. How about that? Yeah. We'll <laughs> call, call me philosopher Corey. Call, philosopher Corey. That's better. <laughs> no cultural that. appropriation here. Yeah. Not, not in this house. Not nigh. Um. Well, now, since we've gotten an update on Corey, oh, there's someone outside that wants to Can join I the this? podcast, I Bob think. Iger? Bob, Marilyn, are you here? Um, we, like I said, we were discussing some things. Who wants to join? Let them in. <laughs> bring them in. Smash that like button. We'll bring them in. <laughs> Another special guest. One more follower. Have you seen those guys on TikToks that are like, hey, guys, two more followers and I'll do this crazy stunt. They come up on my TikTok every now and then. They're no. on these lives. And oh. They're just like, I just need two more followers and I'll, I'll do this crazy thing. Only two? Just, uh, something stupid. I don't know. Give me 10 more followers. We're almost there, guys. We're almost there. And then they hit 10, 10 followers and it's just like, I don't know, putting a bit of whipped cream on their head. Something stupid. It's okay, so stupid. You guys, yeah, I've seen that. Get a, get a yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Losers. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were talking about this at dinner last night. That mm -hmm. Australia is just one of the craziest places in the world <laughs> we're both crazy and we're so and that's the thing there's a lot of stuff that just happens in the country we're like oh yeah that's australia that makes sense but yeah. i also feel like we're a country that doesn't care a lot correct there's a lot of very like 
you know, it'll, she'll be right. That's a, that's she'll a, be right. Yeah, that's, oh a, that's, that's there. You go. That's an Australian <laughs> saying. Franny, she'll be right. Is things just have a m- way of working out? Yeah, she'll be right. Um, so Australians are both laid back, um, but at the same time, it's because a lot of crazy stuff is happening around. Yeah. So I thought it would be fun for Corey, for all of us, to discuss kind of some Australianisms. Uh, because he was bringing up some stuff at dinner last night that I had to look up just to make sure it was like, not that I didn't believe him, but I just wanted to see the backstory or the, the It's kind of something story. you just need to look up to make sure you know yeah. what you're hearing. It's just not something that I'm pulling out of my... Your ass. My ass. Um, <laughs> I was like, hold to see if I can say that word. Um, just If it's just not something, you know, if I'm making it up. But no, truly... Yeah, so I want you to pull out your list. My I little, know you had a list of I did. I was working on a list. That you looked at. Um, the first one that he told us about last night was the Great Emu War. Okay. True story. Okay, it is <laughs> it is so stupid. But Australia went through this um, ages ago um, and went through this period of there was an overpopulation of emus, or as Americans say, emus. Emus. Um, but Australians, uh, yeah, so the emu is a native Australian bird. You can only find it um, in the wild uh-huh. in Australia. Um, and so... We went through this period where there was an overpopulation, which ha- tends to happen. Too go- many emus. Yeah, we go through periods, um, emus and kangaroos, where there's an overpopulation, and um, we we go through and we cull them. Um, we will kill them essentially oh. to control the population. T. Um, a little bit better, so that they Melanie. don't. So they, <laughs> so, so they don't overrun, um, you know, country, um, but. Uh, Australia quite literally sent in military. Literally <laughs> military level. Ages ago to, to deal with the, the overpopulation of emus. So we sent the military in to kill the emus. And you know what? We lost the war. The emus won. <laughs> the emus won. They said, oh, you going to try to kill us? Uh-huh, sure. Okay. Es- essentially what happened was Pop. we killed we killed some emus. Um, and then the the... The last sentence of the history book reads, the war did little to nothing to impact the population. The emu said, that's cute. You've got We're going to keep living. You've got guns. Okay. We can just breed faster. A few of them will, a few of us will die, but the rest of us will live on. Some of you may die, but that is a sacrifice I'm willing to to make. make. (laughs) Yep. So we went to war with emus and we lost. With birds. Yeah. With birds. With birds. Birds that can just run very fast. They don't fly. Yeah, they're flightless. Yeah, yeah. What? We lost. In what world? What? Yeah. Australia's world. True story. There you go. The Great Emu War. The Great Emu War. The next one you brought up was the feral camels. Yeah, so Australia actually has the largest population um, of feral camels, so wild camels in the world. This place can't be real. Yeah. <laughs> I know Corey's from there. I yeah. know. I know it's real, yeah. but it just doesn't sound. Google it. No, truly, it's 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 a it's a fact. So, um, camels, Australia is majority desert. Right. Um, most of the population, we've, we've got just shy of the same population as a whole country to that of California. There's like 27, 28 million of us across the whole country. Whoa. Um, a majority of us live around the coast because that's the only inhabitable area. Right. Most of Australia is uninhabitable because it's desert. Um, and so what, you know, what animal when um, white people first came over to Australia, uh-huh. are they going to bring that deals with the desert? Right. It, yeah. Hello. It's Greg. Gregory. <laughs> hello. Um, yes. Yeah, what animal are they going to bring 
when they first in, to deal with the desert to to make their way across to explore other areas is the camels is what they know and so camels were brought over from the middle east a couple of them got loose a couple of them got a little frisky Ooh, um and yeah the, the wild the population ran wild because it's the perfect um kind of climate it's a perfect environment for they said, well, we live. like it here we going to settle <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, Australia now has the, uh, we actually export camels to the rest of the world. I mean, what is this place? We have camel farms, I believe. I've never been to one. Does not sound appealing. No, um, it doesn't sound no. like a place I want to go to. But, but yeah, I've, uh, yeah, they've got um, the biggest um, population of feral camels in the I world. don't think of camel when I think of Australia, but you no. know. No. <laughs> news to me yeah there you go fun <laughs> fact um and then the next one you talked about was drop bears yeah drop bears um which i wanted him to just surprise us with because that's the one he didn't explain last night I yeah save it for the podcast so okay. so drop bears are likened to koala bears but koalas um typically eat uh they only really eat eucalyptus eucalyptus leaves right um which is a native australian plant um oh. and so koalas will eat um, eucalyptus drop bears look like koalas um but they're carnivorous and so okay, okay. they will they've been known to drop on people and literally um have a go at them what yeah they're trying to eat humans they're carnivorous they're not trying to eat humans they're a lot smaller than humans they're like koalas but what? yeah they they're the same size and stuff like that they're just uh, a meat eaters Right. So there's different types of sharks, right? So there's meat-eating sharks and there's okay. sharks that will just eat fish. Okay. Um, drop bears are carnivorous and so they will have been known to attack humans. There's a couple of human deaths, you know, here and there because of these uh, because of these bears. And they're not even bears. They're actually, fun fact, they're, marsu they're marsupials. marsupials. Um, so I don't know why we call them bears, I... but, you know. And, they yeah, they just drop on their on their food and kill them and then eat them don't want to go to australia anymore <laughs> you know about drop bears right now yeah cocaine bear cocaine bear <laughs> they look like cocaine bears oh my god yeah yeah that's so weird yeah but that, i guess it's not where like you you live no the, so it's in the bush it's in the wild yeah yeah it, so we call we call the bush the outback the bush um, outback steakhouse yeah the blooming onions are there do you remember when we went oh. to outback I, I tell you what, it was blasphemic. It was. I've been to, I've been there. Megan had the most fun. It was homophobic. It was a truly a, a hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I was there and I was like, what? Good day, mate. You want a blooming onion? And I was like, leave me alone. Get this out. is racist. I know. <laughs> uh, it truly, it was a horrible. Yeah. Outback Steakhouse is nothing like Australian. Oh, man. Australian cuisine doesn't really, I wouldn't say Australian cuisine is one thing because it's such a melting pot of cultures. I was going to say, do you have a cuisine? I wouldn't say so. I mean, there are definitely Australian foods. Like you, I brought you guys Tim Tams for oh, you to eat. Oh, my God. Um, Vegemite is another classic one. Um, yeah. We're very known for our um, beef industry. The beef industry is a, a really? big. Yeah, we export a lot to Asia oh. um, because we've just got really good quality beef and, and cattle and stuff like that and it so smells like steaks and stuff like that barbecues are very much an australian thing i'm just gonna keep moving yeah. no, like <laughs> Not to that. I, it smells like beef um uh, shout out page yeah. um, 
Paige. Paige has the best impression of that one. Yes, she does. Um, we'll have to bring her on for that. But yeah, she, uh, she, no, Australia. Uh, she's a she. She can do whatever she. she wants. We refer to Australia as a she. Yeah. Um, She'll be right. But gender pronouns are hard. Anyway, that's a different, that's yep, not to that's get different, different episode. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I guess Australia doesn't really have a, a cuisine per se. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I mean, we've got a really large Greek population. I told you that fact yes, today. Yes, I just found that out today. I feel it's, like I've learned so much. Yeah, Australia um, has, uh, Melbourne, sorry, in particular, has the biggest Greek population in a city outside of Greece. That is so wild to me. Yeah. That is not the, f- the first thing I would ever, that's not even no. like the top 10 things I would The guess. boom happened after World War II, um, Greeks and Italians in particular. We've got a very large Chinese population, mm-hmm. a very large Indian population. Wow. Um, that come out to Australia. So uh, we have the the longest um, strip in Melbourne, uh, the longest Chinatown in Melbourne uh, of anywhere in the Southern Hemisphere. What? Yeah. It's massive. Massive Chinese population. That's great so dumplings. cool. Yeah. Huh. Am, am, yeah. Amazing kind Very of melting diverse. pot of cultures. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, which is great for me because I get to experience a lot without actually having to go to the country. Yeah, that's I go true. there anyway, but you know. Right. To actually go, but you get a lot of culture from just yeah. living in Australia. Yeah. That's get so cool. Yeah. Wow. So there's some, a couple of facts for you. And you also said that one, uh, recently you encountered a tiger snake. Yeah. Uh, which is the most poisonous of the snakes. One, one of the most oh, poisonous snakes. Oh, one of, excuse snakes. me. Yeah, there's Cute. a bunch of different poisonous snakes <laughs> Melanie. In, Cute. in Australia. Um, I can't remember the amount, but we've got a significant amount in, from the top 10 uh, from Australia. Um, so brown snake is the most dangerous snake in Australia. You won't find it where I live. It's more in the okay, north. Okay, thank God. Um, but, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of poisonous snakes in Australia, um, which is fine. And I explained this to you. I, I crossed a tiger snake, which is in the top 10 of the deadliest snakes in the world. And I, it just crossed my path. It lives That does live in my area. <laughs> Um, and you know, you just, I, I guess it's just innate in Australians, but you see it and you just walk the other way or you just leave it. And yeah. that's just the general consensus. That's kind of what you're taught is you leave it, it will leave you 90% of the time. Yeah. It's all about just coexisting, I, I guess, but that would still freak me out. Yeah. You just, you just, it just crossed my path and I was like, okay, see you later. I'm going to go the other way now. I absolutely hate, I hate snakes. snakes. I hate snakes too, Same. but it's just part of, you know, in Australia, I was telling you spiders as well. Um, you know, you just don't leave your shoes outside. And if you leave your shoes outside, um, one thing that I was taught was you stand on your shoes and you stomp on your shoes um, because if something has gotten in on in them overnight or however long, yeah. you want to kill it before it bites you and kills you. Right. Um, because obviously, you know, it, it, you it's fight or flight. Sh- yeah. yeah, it's fight or flight responses to inject poison into you, which is why you leave things alone, it will leave you. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, and so... You stand on you stand on your shoe and or you you hit your shoe and it, whatever it happens kind of leaves. Um, I've never had that problem myself. Right, but um, still, but still, it's better just, be safe than sorry. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we've also got the box jellyfish, which is the most dangerous jellyfish in the world. That kind of box. Jellyfish? It's called a box jellyfish. Yeah, and um, it's the most poisonous <laughs> jellyfish in the world. It will kill you in a second. Um, I'm not made for Australia. It is. So. It is a brutal country. But having said that. You know, again, you leave it, it leaves you. Jellyfish is a different story. The jellyfish kind of is just like, oh, hey, I'm hanging out. Um, what is it like? Hey, yeah, I'm hanging out. 
That's what the jellyfish Play that on like. a loop. There you go. Find me in Finding Marlin. Sounds a little bit like a Jay Ubele. Shout out to Jay Ubele. I was gonna do the I gonna do the voice. I was like, I can't get through that in a straight face. Um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, it's, it, that's that's a poisonous jellyfish, the most poisonous I believe in the world, and that's there again. You, you just you just see it, and you know you leave it. I've never been bitten. Yeah, um, yeah I've lived. You have there, to be smart. I've lived in Australia for twenty eight of twenty my twenty nine years of my life. True. I've never been bitten. I've come close to being attacked. bitten. I've never been attacked. Oh, spiders look like they're going to attack me. I hate spiders too. Yeah, same. Um, but, you know, you keep bug spray around if something happens like that. Right. And, you know, you just, you, you learn to live. And that's, Australia's getting better at it. We're not great at it, uh, of learning to live with the land. Coexisting. Um, yeah, to, to, to coexist better. That's also why when you come to Australia, Australia has such um, stringent quarantine laws. Right, right. Um, yeah. In terms of when you come through border security, because they want to make sure that you're not bringing back anything that is going to ruin the ecosystem. Yeah. Did you have um, anything else on your list, Corey, about Australia that you would like to uh, share with us? Um, we have let us know of, about. We have a lot of different sayings that are really strange. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, one of them uh, that people find most entertaining is, well, we didn't come here to fuck spiders. And I will only say that word one time. <laughs> promise. Um, and it essentially means we didn't come here you know, to, to mess about. To mess around, yeah. Right? So when, when say, for example, you were to ask me, hey, Corey, do you want to go to one of the parks tomorrow? Uh-huh. I, get, I would say, well, I didn't come here to spiders. <laughs> right? That's an Australian saying. I've, I, I don't say it often, but yeah. I've said it. Um, I love that. Yeah. Another one is like, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. If anything's really far away, I'll be like, oh, it's in whoop, whoop. It's in oh, the sticks. Oh, like BFE or the stick. Yeah. 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 BFE. BFE. It's in the sticks. It's, it's, yeah, it's in whoop whoop. Okay. Um, Australians also like to really shorten words as well. Uh huh. Um, so avo, servo, avo, um, uh, bottle Um, if we're going to the bottle shop, oh, um, Macca's, is, Macca's. A fa- is, is a famous one. We always go to Mac. We always used to go to Macca's. Macca's. Here. Shout out Nemo Crew. Nemo Crew. Eh. Um, yeah. We, we shorten words a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of like the, the, you know, there's, I mean, the accent and language, everyone loves, since I've been here, everyone, mm-hmm. uh, ever since TikTok, um, TikTok. people are like, no, no, oh, yeah. shout out to Franny. I was like, no. I, I, was like, I just don't say that. It's, yeah. It's like Franny just says that. It's Franny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like we don't really do that kind of stuff. Water. You get water. ERs at the end ER, of words tends yeah. to tends to turn into an A. Mm-hmm. So we'll say water, butter, butter, that kind of stuff. Yeah, water. Um, we talk really fast. I f- I found so I found when I'm in America, I kind of need to slow down. I don't think talking. you particularly talk fast, but I I have heard people from Australia talk very fast talk very really fast yes yeah would you know and with the accent combined yeah um it can be really hard to, to understand us mm, yeah. um yeah i guess that's my australians yeah drop a comment if you've got any more uh, questions but also the other one is the aussie 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 oh yeah that's that's, that's a native call yeah so if you're anywhere in the world and you want to locate an australian that you think may be around <laughs> Just yell out, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. And, oi, oi, oi. And then you'll typically hear that response is, oi, oi, oi. Uh, I was in Total Talk with Crush um, yesterday with in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. 
and obviously I went there for nostalgic reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. And I uh, crush. I thought I was hidden well enough, but crush crush found called you. On, crush found me and called he on me. He finds us somehow. And uh, he actually said, "Where are you from?" I said, "I'm from Australia." He goes, "Hey, Corey, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie." And I, it's 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 inbuilt in me to go, "Oi, oi, oi!" Like I just can't not say it. Yeah, it'd be like dishonoring your family. Yeah, dishonoring your you, dishonoring your, your family, cow, dishonoring your cow. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, that's that's how you. It, typically how you find yeah australians i mean uh, it also comes out at like tournaments for example like oh you see an australian playing in um the soccer or um football the soccer the the footballs (laughs) the football sports tennis um, in the australian open just happened and there was a lot of chanting like that going on aussie 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 oi 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 and it's yeah very that and every australian knows it just like weirdly Every Australian knows how to do the nut bush, which is essentially the nut bush. A, a dance to a Tina Turner song. Nut bush. That a, every Australian seemed to learn in primary school at some yeah, point. Primary is school, that? which is, uh, I guess, for my American listeners out there, um, is elementary school. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's that's very strange. We to just me. we we learnt we all learnt this one dance um, on to Tina Turner's nut bush song. Tina Turner. Um, which is weird, very strange. Yeah, that that one is weird. And the shoey, how you drink alcohol out of a yeah, shoe. Yeah, okay, I don't do that. Apparently Harry Styles does now too. Uh, funny how Harry Styles got brought up on this podcast. Of course he does. Of course um, he was. Going he gets through. one mention on podcast. At least. At least. Sometimes it's more yeah. than that. Um, but yeah, he did a shoey in Perth the other night. Gross. Which I find is the most disgusting Australian thing Gross. that we do. I've never done it. Don't I plan on ever that. doing it. It's just like you, where a shoey is uh, basically where you put uh, your drink, your alcoholic drink, yeah. into uh, your shoe that you're wearing and drink it out of a shoe. <laughs> you don't sip on it; you scull it, um, and you just you, you you down it. It's the most Gosh. strangest, weirdest thing. I don't understand it. I don't know where it came from. I would like it to stop, but it's not going to. <laughs> I just said that you don't talk very fast, and then right there, I just I just went into <laughs> yeah. hyperdrive mode. Yeah, hyperdrive. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, well, thank you, Corey, for educating the population and me. I feel like I've learned so much in the last however long we've been recording. It's been like probably been almost two hours now. It's yeah, been over two hours you're now. You're going to be doing some editing I with this one. I am going to be. <laughs> um, I think we should end the podcast. I know we already talked about your kind of he- mental health meter. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were going to give that a description, like one being you want to walk into the ocean, ten being you want to you're throwing a pool party, what would you say nine is? Planning in our the pool metaphor? party. You're planning the pool party. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> we're getting ready for the party. If the party is happening, the pool party. Okay. Um, the party of the pool. Party I'm, of the pool. I'm getting ready for the party essentially. Okay. Um, it. because. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty good at this point in time. Right. I've definitely had moments where, you know, I'm Jack, Rose has thrown me off that door <laughs> and I'm I'm Can going sink down. to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, I'm going down, I'm yelling timber. Jack, Jack, um and back. yeah, that's where I where I think I'm at. Okay. Um I, I've had a good time uh in the water, I'm out of the water. I see. Um swam my way to the to the shallow end up those steps drying off uh-huh. um and now the pool peeps are coming over for a pool party in my australian backyard um, but no drop bears no snakes no spiders no box jellyfish no jellyfish and no um what was the first one um no emus no, no well the emus can come because they'll probably if there's a military uprising they'll probably win again okay 
so they can protect us. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. The, 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 the security boss. guards. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're the, the lifeguards guards, and security right? bouncers. They're perfect. Wow. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Incredible. Melody Bostick, where are you yes. on the scale this week? Um, I'm just going to go off of tonight. Uh-huh. Where I'm a five. <laughs> wow. Okie dokie. And what would you say metaphorically that is for you? Um, I'm debating on going to the party or not. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So she said yes, but she's now regretting her decision. So she's yeah because she stay home. wants to go to bed and her back hurts. <laughs> oh, oh, what a. I'm sorry. You need a That's heating okay. pad, girl. It's okay. Well, at least it's your weekend, so you'll recharge. Um, Tomorrow's a different day. I think if I'm going to go off right now, which I don't want to, my head hurts. So if I was going to go off right now, I'm going to say like a three. But Mm. I'm having a good time. My head, it's it's because of my head. But overall, I think I am a 7.4. I love that. So it's not good. It's good. It's not great. It's not amazing. But it's not bad either. Yeah, okay. I've had a pretty good week. Um, it was a little bittersweet today because I sent out my email that said, I'm going on my TA, everyone. Bye. Ta-ta for now. So it's kind of like bittersweet, mm-hmm. like feelings on that. Um, but I'm really excited that you're here, Corey. So mm, thanks. Um, but Corey, you're the best. I, I just love. I know. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and I I'm know. humble too. <laughs> and I'm very humble. Um, but we really love having you on the podcast. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. For thank you for having me. me. I literally, when I was planning this trip, I was like, and Megan, I need to record an episode. Yeah. <laughs> And the sound quality is much better this time. So, so. much better. And it's in yep. time. Yes, we love right. that. Um, so, people peeps, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you feel educated. Um, and if you like it, subscribe and give us a review, but only five stars and only write nice things about our podcast. We Thank don't do you. any negativity here. Thank you. Haters back off. Haters back off. And on that note, everyone. Bye. 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 Leave. Get out right now. The end of you, you and me. me. It's too late, and I can't, can't wait for, for you, you to be gone. Cause I know about I her, and I wonder how I about all those lies. You said that you gonna treat me right, but you was just a waste of time. <laughs> You know, when she wrote those songs, she was like, or sang those songs, she was like 16 or something stupid. Yeah, she, Girl, you got no life experience. Why are you singing about none. Leave, Get Out? She like, has no idea. Oh my gosh. Get out of what? Your parents' house? <laughs> Come on. Get out of the backyard. <laughs> the end, end of you and me. me. <laughs> Remix. <laughs>